as I'm sure a lot of you know by now, my opinion of Washington, D.C. is not very high. In fact, it's so low it doesn't even make the survey. And the teams that come out of there, most especially the team that now calls itself the Washington Commanders, no, not a fan there either. And the Commanders, as I'm sure those of you that follow the NFL know by now, they're not doing very well. Having said all of that, this group cannot catch a break. For those of you that have followed this story, let me kind of bring you back up to date a little bit. <clears throat> For years, they have been called the Washington Redskins. But unfortunately... That is no longer the case. There was a, quite an uproar from the Native American community. Enough of one to where Washington, for about two or three years, did not have a team logo. They called themselves the Washington football team. In my own personal opinion, they made themselves laughingstocks all over the NFL. I don't know whether that to be the case or not, but it looked that way to me. Moving right along. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is the second year that this team from Washington had called themselves the Commanders. And these guys cannot catch a break. There was a story that had been released on the 28th of, this, of November that I found myself laughing at, given the state of affairs. I want to share this with you right now. The Washington Commanders are being sued by the Native American Guardians Association, which has been trying to get the Commanders to change the name back to Redskins. Let me stop right there for just a second. They, they pop up now after the Redskins became the Commanders. What doesn't make any sense here? I move on. The lawsuit states, the logo on the Redskins helmet is an actual person. It's Chief White Calf. Each time, every time they go out on that field, they were honoring Chief White Calf, and they were battling on the football field with the same honor and integrity and courage. They should continue to honor that. This story was shared from an NBC affiliate in Montana. We have had an influx of people that I think tried to look for something to complain about a little too much, discovered, they, they discovered this, decided they were going to put it to, put it to public display, and hopefully something will be done about it. The city of Washington, D.C., with this little turnaround, I think has kind of put a nail in their own coffin. We, are tr we as a country, my friends, are falling under the too skittish organization, and it needs to stop. The time has come that something needs to be done, and I'm going to have that set up here in a second. We, the people of the United States of America, need to take a cue from one of the greatest Americans, in my view of all time, one Mary and Michael Morrison that we all know was John Wayne, and follow the following advice. Duke, take it away.
And for those of you who might have missed that message, let me play it for you one more time. Just a second here. We are where we can, I think. We'll all calm down. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to do that. If we have issues, fine. Take it to our Congress in in uh, our home state, our Congress, Senate, gubernatorial, whoever. But we need to take time to calm down, which I think brings us to this season of the year called Christmas. And due to the fact these podcasts are set up the way they are for the next four especially, what I would normally end the show with, I'm having right now. A rest of the story from Mr. Paul Harvey. Now, the rest of the story. In the year 1647, England's Parliament convened to discuss a most serious manner. There was some sinning going on. Something potentially affecting every man, woman, and child in the country. A plague sweeping the land. A widespread contamination, it was called. Not physical disease, moral degeneration. A sin is what it was. As bad as all that. As bad as all that. For so insidious was the manner in which it had invaded the culture that until recent years hardly anyone had realized just how dangerous it was. Now in despair in 1647, British legislators sought to identify the source of this this spiritual havoc. Clearly it had not begun among them, but it had begun somewhere in the dark recesses of their nation's history. Now the term used to describe this this dread thing was innocent sounding enough. Originally the word had meant to dance in a ring. Although by now practically nobody associated it with dancing. Anyway, the seeds of its destructiveness were perhaps sown in the early 13th century. An Anglo-Norman ritual may have been responsible for starting this sinning. The 14th century witnessed a flourish of humanism and democratic spirit. And in this climate in which liberty was often regarded as licensed, the stage was set. Then dawned the 15th century, and with it the great menace, the scourge of England for years to come, the deceptive evil which now must be dealt with once and for all. But how? Might not many of those cruelly deceived rise up in anger, riot in the streets, even storm Parliament itself if threatened with a nationwide ban? Would prohibition of this sin work? And could a sin so beguiling, so intoxicating, so omnipresent be treated as a common misdemeanor? and simply summarily prohibited. Rather than could it, the question before Parliament was, could it be otherwise? Well, anyway, now it was time for the legislators to vote before it was too late. Throughout England, then and thenceforth, the awful practice must, in all of its forms, be considered a crime. It must be relegated to the distant, decadent past from whence it came. And so it was. The Parliament of England, 1647, passed its proposal, proclaimed its decree, and it was now a punishable offense, and it was to remain so until 1660, the restoration, the reestablishment of the British monarchy with the reign of Charles II. Now today, 
It's no longer considered a sin. Today it's okay. Remember this, this word I'm going to relate, originally meant to dance in a ring, though practically nobody associates it with dancing. But as you participate in this happy tradition this year, I want you to recall the strange once upon a time, in the years during which the pagan hunting Puritans controlled England's parliament, that curious intermission in British history, when it was a crime, and you would have been a criminal for publishing or even for singing Christmas carols. Now you know the rest of the story. Paul, thank you very much. And I don't think you could have set this series up any better. I don't think I could have topped you either. That was a perfect rest of the story to lead into the series. Let's set this bad boy up right now. I got inspired to, <clears throat> excuse me, put this series together based on one overall fact. Music concerts cost way too much this time of the year. A perfect example of this will be a will be part three of this series, and we'll get to that soon enough. As for tonight, we're going to begin with the group that took the stage the night of the Plaza Lighting Ceremony. I'm referring, of course, to the Elders, a group I first heard at the Irish Festival a little over a year ago. Their lead singer has a wife named Kathy Quinn. Anyway, they put this show together, a full hour of music in anticipation. And I think that was right before the lights were turned on at the plaza. So for this edition of the New Directions podcast, I want to take you to, at least in an audio sort of way, to Christmas concerts from around around the states of Kansas and Missouri. We'll have CDs for some. We'll be on YouTube for quite a few of them. The series will set up this way. The elders for this one. And the other three, you're going to have to listen. I'll let you know at the end of this particular broadcast. We're going to get this series of at-home concerts, if you would. With the folks from Ireland, they call themselves the Elders. One hour from them on the plaza. We'll get going with that right after this. Well, he's got most of that right. This book, 
Christmas is all about what Andy just said, just saying. But this commercial is about the last part of that verse that he sang. The tales from the glories of Christmas is long, long ago. This is Terry Runyon from the New Directions podcast, here to share with you about my book called Tales from the Road to Christmas. I share with you stories from Christmas Eves at home and at church. I share with you Christmas memories from visiting Mannheim Steamroller, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and I would not leave out the Oak Ridge Boys. No way. These all add up to Christmas memories that I have personally enjoyed. And I will give you a little bit of a hint if you're interested in getting this book, and that is there is one Christmas song that I mention quite a bit. It pops up about three or four times, and I'll leave you, for those of you who have not read the book, to guess what it is. The book is called Tales from the Road to Christmas. It is available online from Amazon. You could log on to Terry's Bookstore on Facebook to get to it. This is the only group for this series that I did not know the ticket price for. It was the Plaza Lighting Ceremony. They have been hits all over the st- all over the Midwest. Very lively music. And they pull no punches. Without further ado, here are from the pla- from the Plaza Lighting Ceremony, the Elders.
going to see here, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at the 2023 Plaza Lighting, Energy Plaza Lighting, and we're going to see, because this crowd noise is loud tonight. We're going to see, are the girls louder? Or is it the men? Diana is going to direct the girls and I'm going to direct the lads. When I count you in, I want you all to say, girls first, of course, girls first, then the guys, then the girls, then the guys, then the girls, and then we all do the seventh one. Are you with me? There's seven times we're going to do this. The girls are going to do the first one, Diana's going to, and then come with me on the second and so on. And this is what you're going to say is going to go like this. Do the Irish dance! Hey! One, two, three, four! Oh, you're ready. You're ready. Come with me, lads. <laughs> when I count you in, girls first. Here we go. What do people? Jesus.
little break in the action as they're I guess changing set lists Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. We are the elders, and we are from Kansas City. Very proud of it. Very proud of the plaza. I'm an immigrant, but now I'm an American, and now I'm a Kansas Cityan. I love it. And this is Diana Ladio, everybody. Diana is from Michigan. She's going to blaze, blaze you with some fiddling.
on the other side of this break, more from the Plaza with the Elders. There are a lot of donut shops around, but there's one particular one that is local and really knows how to make them fresh every day. This is Terry Runyon from the podcast here to share with you about raised donuts. They make their donuts fresh every day. The coffee is absolutely fantastic. And instead of getting sugar from a packet, you get it from a sugar machine. You can wind in your own, put as much sugar as or as little as possible. It's up to you and you can make it the way you like it. They do a very big business. I deliver for them on DoorDash quite often. And I enjoy and I enjoy the product that they sell to everybody. It's a very good donut and I very highly recommend it. Next time you're on Vivian Road, please stop by Ray's Donuts and you will be very glad that you did. There's a lot of talent in this local group. No question about that. And I think that audience that was at the plaza that night had only up to that point listened to the tip of the iceberg. Don't know whether there'll be Christmas on this side of it or not, but music, I do believe, as a way of bringing communities together like no other. Here's looking for some cheaper ones and even free ones this summer, or this winter, I should say. You'll have them here. Once again, let's go back to the plaza here once again to the Elders. Thank you very much, everybody. Look at all you people out there. Thank you so much for staying and watching us. You're awesome. You're amazing. We're going we're gonna to do a trilogy of songs here, and it's kind of the story of all of us, and how, why, and why, how did we end up on the plaza on this Thanksgiving night in 2023, celebrating Thanksgiving Day. How did we all end up here? This song is going to tell you how we all ended up here. And then when we get, there's three parts to the song. And the first part is about Ireland and about the horror of the famine and, and all, the, all that awful stuff. And the second part is the journey. And then the third part is when he comes to America. And so this little man, when he comes to America with his fiddle and nothing, he's got nothing. 
And he makes it here. And he's somewhere out there on this plaza tonight. So when we get to that third song and I say, I'm where here we are in America, when everybody just scream like crazy and so everybody up there that's not with us tonight can hear us. Are you with me? Say it.
Everybody put your arms around each other, and if you see somebody on their own, put your arm around him or her. Just do it. It's kind of like an avatar thing. We're all connected. 
Sailors 
Thank you so much, Kansas City. Thank you. We're gonna we do one more song here. And we're gonna do it for all for all our people, all our brothers and sisters and moms and dads and cousins and all our all our beautiful family members that are no longer here, all our friends. Every one of us has lost somebody. That's just the way life is. We're gonna lose people. So if you have if you've like been having an argument with your mom and dad, you know, mom and dad, like family arguments, they're the most stupid arguments in the world when you go back. Half the time we don't even remember what the argument is about. So if you've been having a fight with your brother or sister or mom or dad or somebody, go home tonight after this beautiful Evergy event, Plaza, your beautiful town, call them up, call up your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad, and just, just tell them, even though it was your fault, I love you. I love you. Let's, let's have a glass of whiskey and give us each other a hug. Get over it. If you know the song, sing it with us. Fare thee well, my boy, as you wander this night. Be not feared in the darkness, my heart is as you go bring that old heaven, faith and love by your side, I will dream of your peace in the night. Please don't cry, my mother, as you sit by the heart, I will dance your
Thank you. Thank you, Plaza. Thank you, Ebergy. Thank you to this amazing production crew. Thanks, camera people, for staying up so late. Appreciate it, Bob. Thank you, guys. Thanks to all the performers. Thanks to everybody that made this. And you, the best crowd we've ever had. And on that note, we'll be right back. They are on their farewell tour. They're heading into the Christmas portion. It'll end sometime next year. I will be following this tour as it continues across the country. Give you updates as we go along. And when the day does come that they do decide to hang it up, you're going to hear it here first. The Oak Ridge Boys Farewell Tour to be covered very, very heavily right here on the New Directions Podcast. Well, I guess the elders got us started on what turns out to be a holiday season series. But with that in mind, I made a decision also. Sometime between now and Christmas Eve, I'm throwing in an, a bonus edition of this broadcast because I want to put in Christmas songs from people that aren't a part of this series. In other words, next time out for the series, I'm going to be bring in Mannheim Steamroller. After that, Trans-Siberian Orchestra and, of course, the Oaks to follow. But in this extra series, and I want to do this, as I said, before Christmas Eve, I want to throw in not only a couple of things from me, but some songs but from a few other people. Not the ones you probably hear every single solitary day. I'm hoping to get something fresh. At least that's my goal. As we bring, as we really get Christmas into high gear here on the New Directions podcast. It was good to listen to the elders again. They did a fantastic job. And I think the last order of business was to light the plaza at the end of that encore song. So, I'm going to close out this part one of the elders by going back to something else Christmas. Before I get into that, that is going to wind things up for this part one edition of the New Directions podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. We'll see you next time with the kings and queens of Christmas, as I call them, Mannheim Steamroller. Until then, 
U.S. Navy Band, get us out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been a wonderful audience. Thank you for being here and sharing in the magic of this time of year with your United States Navy Band. Season's greetings from America's Navy, and Happy New Year.